Hello my friends, Jacobs here one more time, and hasn't the world gotten a little more claustrophobic? Hasn't it gotten a little more constricting? Isn't time moving so fast that we can't keep up? It seems like things are speeding up, doesn't it? It doesn't it. When we had daylight savings, when I had that extra hour, it was the weirdest thing. I felt like, oh, this is the way I remember things used to be, but not anymore. Everything's going so quickly and so crazily that everybody on social media is freaking out. Because every other minute on, on the X platform or whatever platform you're on, there's something that's kind of stressful coming your way. This stress is being manifested in Iceland, in Grindavik, where a massive hole opened up. People are saying this is like something out of the movie 2012. There are earthquakes and volcanoes literally happening all over the world right now. Underwater volcano erupting in Japan, creating new islands. Earthquakes in Italy, volcano fears in Mexico, dolphins going nuts as another earthquake hits. It's out of control. Just this morning, I, uh, I woke up, and by this morning, I meant like at three in the morning. I woke up and I saw that my governor, the New York governor, you know, catch Kathy Hochul, I think she's related to Pelosi, I think. You know her? You <laughs> know her, right? Well, she, um, she just held a, uh, a big press conference. And she was telling everybody because they've just, there's, there's been a huge incidence of a, a lot of hate crimes going on. A lot of, a, a lot of people are, you know, going off on people that have different religions and look different and act different. I wonder if it has anything to do with people coming in from other countries too. There's a massive migrant issue right now in New York. Mayor Adams who's being investigated, by the way, he, uh, he brought that up as a big issue. Yeah, 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 Mayor Adams, the, uh, the guy who, uh, who talks about crystals and all sorts of things and said that God placed them there, he, he's being investigated by the, uh, by the government, I believe, because of some kind of bribes or something they think that he took, which is ironic because he posted something where a bunch of devils were all over in New York City, this video right here, and, uh, and it was two months and like two days from that that the announcement was made. But that's not what's concerning me. What's concerning me is where this whole thing with social media is going. It's, it, there's a big push right now to uh, get everybody to believe that they have free speech, right? You know, the X platform is the place where you can go and you can do it. And let me tell you something, people are taking advantage. People are taking advantage. People are attacking me. Jacob, a yeah, little meatball that I am, attacking me, say, thinking that I'm like Jewish or something, because the last name's Israel. People forget that Jacob Israel, he wasn't Jewish, he wasn't Christian, he wasn't a Muslim, he was just a guy who had a relationship with the creator of all. That's, 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 that, he, he made a commitment, a covenant with God. He had a covenant with God. He wanted to serve God all the days of his life, and he did so in fear and trembling. I can relate because it's a stressful time to be alive, but I have great hope. I have hope, especially, but not for people who are very hateful online because there's massive surveillance going on. That's right, Kathy Hochul, she came out and she said it. She said it. Remember a while ago, they're like, oh no, we would never do that. We would never do that. They signed that Patriot Act, which like was like thousands of pages or something and everybody like got to read it in a couple of minutes. <laughs> it was like ridiculous and everybody signed off on it. The people that are in charge, they've done some things that are just not too, uh, I don't know, I, I would say trustworthy. 
Would you say, tell me in the comment section if, if you trust the things that are going on in our government. I think this is just me, once again, and I don't know, because I'm not a, I'm just a speculator. I just look at the landscape and I say, oh, I think this may happen next. I think that there's a big push. I don't even know if we're really the United States anymore. I, th I, I think that there's this like a global thing going on. And I think little by little, they're implementing this, this rule. Again, it's gonna be very much like uh, social credit system in China over here, just so you know. Yeah, that's, that's what's happened. Well, listen to what Kathy Hochul had to say about the uh, massive surveillance that's going on on social media. They got like millions of dollars that are uh, being put out to this. She says very clearly, she goes, if you post something that is uh, hateful and is um, what they consider to be hate speech, which is not good, you know? I told Danielle about this this morning. I said, you know, people gotta be careful what they're posting now. And she says, well, maybe you shouldn't be on social media. I go, that's my job. That's what I do. How am I supposed to reach people? That's the place. It's like, it would be like telling, you know, it would be like telling somebody, yo, no, 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 you can't go out there and talk to people. You gotta just keep it to yourself. I can't keep this to myself, but I preach love. I preach tolerance. I talk about unity and, and forgiveness, not the people that she's supposedly coming after. These people are doing horrible things, they say. Also, we're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms. And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on, on online platforms. Our media analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence, direct threats to others. And all this is in response to our desire, our strong commitment to ensure that not only do New Yorkers be safe, but they also feel safe. Because personal security is about everything for them. As I said, no one walking down the street or in a subway should feel they have to, find, to hide any indications of what their religious beliefs are. There's like massive anti-Semitism. There's massive um, on, on campuses and everything else. We've heard, we heard um, the, the White House talk about Islamophobia. The people have to grow up and stop looking at other people as if that they're better or worse. But now she is, um, she's being very, very frank with everybody and she's letting everybody know that you're being watched. And you know what kind of gets me a little bit worried about all this? Because, you know, when you're so blatant that you're gonna say, you're gonna use the words massive surveillance, basically, is what she was saying. You start to think, I wonder if this will carry over, like down the road, if maybe, I don't know, the government's doing things that people don't agree with, and uh, you kind of speak out against what they're doing. Or if they say that you need to take something medically that maybe you really don't need to, but so that people can get paid a lot of money. And if you say something like that, maybe they'll come after you too. We've seen it, we've seen videos where people are just like old ladies and just normal people are just getting arrested in other countries because they posted something, I don't know, in support of one uh, you know, group or uh, denouncing uh, a, a group. I gotta speak in, in like uh, in, in roundabouts for, for all of you because you know, you say certain things and it just, it's not, it's just not, it's frowned upon to be just very frank and honest, but I think you get what I'm saying. Right now, it's an, it's an interesting time. We, we've been warned about this. We've been warned in 1984. We've been warned in Fahrenheit 451. We've been warned in all of these books and all of these tales 
I wonder if it was just like programming us to get ready. If it wasn't like a warning, but it was like, this is what's going to happen. Because, you know, time travel. But the more I look at the world and the more I look at even the United States and everything that's happened, you know, the, the way that we saw all those videos, all those videos of all the people that are just, it's so sad. They're just, you know, all the fentanyl that came into the country and it's people that are just knotted off on the streets and they all look like zombies. And how many times have you seen videos about San Francisco and about how terrible it is and how disgusting it is and how, um, you know, nobody's doing anything about it. It went on for how long? How long? Did I watch all of these terrible videos where you say it breaks your heart, you want to cry, and they're not doing anything about it? Governor Newsom, what was he doing? He wasn't doing nothing about it, it seemed, right? He, he, he's, and he's still in power. You would think that people that make terrible mandates and do horrible things to people and make people's lives so much harder to the fact that everybody's like moving out that maybe he wouldn't still be in power, but no, this guy, he goes and he visits China and he sits down and he talks with Xi, you know, Xi Jinping, the, uh, the leader of China. And um, he comes back and next thing you know, what's happening? They clean up San Francisco. They clean it up like they did the army of zombies. We don't even know where they are. It's like the horde. They just moved the horde somewhere else, I guess. They cleaned it up completely. They, social media posts, plants, where the homeless addicts were. Plants, everything looks nice. They got like, they got fencing up, they got everything. The streets are clean, everything's being power washed. All of this stuff's being done, why? Because there's this apex summit that's coming into town. The Asian Pacific something. It's the uh, Asian Pacific Economic Corporation Summit. It's a forum consisting of 21 members um, from the Asia Pacific region. It's aimed at promoting free trade, economic cooperation and uh, facilitating economic growth basically all the people that are in charge of all money they're coming together and they're just making deals they're making deals and uh one of the things that the, the one of the deals that i think is being done is the fact that it's like there's no more you're just you better just go along with it or else <laughs> or else because i mean look at how quickly they can clean up that area right they wrote laws to allow people to just come in and just rob people they just, just just rob the store, just take anything you want. They wrote laws that you can't prosecute. People were getting fired for stopping people, for shoplifting. Now everything's behind a bunch of glass. Now everything's behind like a bunch of, and I wonder why. What if you, you know, they deem you to not be the best person. Maybe you can't shop there anymore. This could be the direction we're going and it's stressful. Not for us though, not for the people that are doing the right thing. If you're doing the right thing, you're not creating, you know, hatred and you're not doing horrible things. I'm telling you, God's going to take care of you. You're going to be all right. The day that we're in right now, it's a crackdown. I've been saying on this channel for a long time, it's going to be like a python, you know, coming in and squeezing us. Squeezing us. So Newsom was getting all sorts of, uh, you know, hate mail and everything else. Like, where have you been? You, you know, all of a sudden you got leaders from China coming in and uh, you're cleaning up. And you know what he does? He tells everybody, yeah, that's right. Pretty much. No, folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC. We've been having different conversations. It just seems like everything is not as cool as it used to be. Even sports has gotten so political and everything else. 
I think, you know, this this lady right here, I think she, she uh, plays for what? It's just like a soccer team. R R Rapino, I think is her name. Megan Rapino. The, uh, the, she has purple hair or pink hair or green hair. I don't know. She any pictures of her online with wearing like next to nothing. She's a uh, big time, I guess, star in soccer. Whatever. She, uh, she got injured in the first six minutes of her game. First six minutes. How interesting is that? She gets injured. She's out. And they say it's like an Achilles issue. I find it very symbolic. You know, I find it very symbolic because um, she, very vocal, very outspoken. She was like known for her getting her booster. She was like known for this. She was known for being very supportive of uh, of the, we'll say, the system that's in charge. And now she, uh, you know, she can't finish. She can't finish the season, or she can't finish the playoffs, or something. I don't know. I'm not a fan of hers. I'm not a fan of really. Uh, I'm not really that great with the sports. You know, you got to tell me in the comment section if I'm missing stuff. But, you know, to her credit, she's uh, she's spoken she's spoken on behalf of uh, people's rights. You know, um, she's also talked about how, you know, there's a, a big pay discrepancy between women in sports and men in sports. You know, it's like I don't want to de demonize the woman just because everybody online seems to demonize her. And, be, you know, because she has, um, you know... She swears like uh, at like a sailor, and you know is, is uh, you know chugging Bud, Bud Light at this press conference where she also says, "Well, me getting hurt, that's proof God doesn't exist." That's, she said this. Listen. Yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm not a religious person or anything, and if there was a God, like this is proof that there isn't. Like this is proof that there isn't. I even wrote a little poem. I even wrote a little poem when I shared that clip. I said, proof that God exists is man's number being six. The devil plays his tricks, but never trust the jokes of an atheist. For you may end up bitter with a limp, realizing the world treated you just like a pimp when God's love was the very thing that you missed. Return to me, return to me, all you numbered six. Six is the number of man. She's out six minutes in the game. That's interesting. The fact that it's her Achilles tendon, very interesting. Somebody online actually posted and said that this was a very symbolic spiritual thing and brought up Jacob, brought up the old Jacob. You know, Jacob, when he was left alone, this was, you know, in a part of his life, he ends up fighting this man, this angel in the middle of the night, you know, and he finds out that he's actually wrestling with God, but he wouldn't stop the fight. So what ends up happening is, is the angel kind of, you know, the story goes, touched the, the socket um, or the hollow of his thigh. That's how the story goes. In my life, my whole life, I always thought that it was, you know, his hip. His hip was out of joint, and that's what it was. But you know what I did? There was something about that post on X that got me to look up, go to the Strongs, go to the word origin of, of that actual passage where the messenger touched the socket of his thigh, and the socket was out of whack. You know, like the, the word actually translates that he struck it, that he snapped it, that he wrenched it, you know? But you know what the word socket means? Doesn't mean hip socket. It doesn't mean hollow of the thigh. It literally means sole of the foot, the palm of the hand, or the sole of the foot. So really, the story of Jacob, where, you know, for years, they don't eat a certain meat. 
because they believed that the story was that he got, you know, his hip was all jacked up. But it wasn't his hip. After I'm reading this, I'm like, oh my goodness. It was probably his Achilles tendon, which is weird. Because when I was alone and I went to go work for that you know, number one Christian network in the world, Daystar, when I went to work there and I left my family back in, in, in New York and I was traveling and I was worried and I was scared, I, my Achilles tendon snapped. And I didn't walk the same afterwards. I was actually in a wheelchair producing stuff. It was when I was trying to place out. Just strange. Because when I looked at that word, it says the sole of the foot. Look at it. Sole of the foot palm of the hand. So really, the messenger struck the sole of the foot of his thigh. That's really the translation. So it would be, it would be like a, uh, it was a description. He struck the area by the sole of his foot on his, on his, on his side, which could be the Achilles tendon, which is interesting. Because Megan Rapino, that leads me to this, and I think to myself, my goodness gracious, that's like a Bible mystery. It's been preached for years. It's his hip. What if it was the Achilles tendon? And you think about that because you think of the mythology of Achilles, right? A simple thing. You can't walk for the rest of your life normal after that. And they don't have like reattachment surgery like I had back then. So he probably did walk with a limp for the rest of his life. Makes a lot of sense. So where Rapino is saying that this is proof that God doesn't exist, I'm saying it's pretty much proof that God does exist. I mean, first of all, you know, for those of you that maybe haven't decided to just ask for the truth, like on your own, not go to a church, not go to a mosque, not go to a temple, just on your own, just be like, hey, if you're there, will you, will you show me, will you teach me the truth no matter what the cost? I have a, a t-shirt, teach me the truth no matter what the cost, it says it on the back and in the front. So when you walk around, it's like people are literally saying that prayer. See, here we go, got it right here, teach me the truth no matter what the cost. If you do that, I'm telling you, God will reveal himself to you and your life will be more interesting. Not going to be easier, but it's going to be better. It's going to be better. So many people today have given up on the idea of being righteous and being holy and being godly. So many people today are following after the gods of this world. You know, the idols, the idolaters in the land. It's a big thing. Look, you know, Drake and J. Cole. This, I mean, check out this poster, huh? With the owl, you know? That owl, by the way, Minerva, the owl of Minerva, they got like a big one over at the old, you know, when all the big leaders get together and they perform the rituals. No one was supposed to know about it. But that's the, the big owls. It's the owl of Minerva. It's, um, it's Athena. It's Isis. You know, it's like the Statue of Liberty. This, some people would call it like the Horror of Babylon, if you will. Lilith goes by a lot of different names, but that's what people worship today. And what's interesting is Drake and J. Cole, they're going out and um, they're, they're performing. It's a 22 day tour. And if you look at the, uh, if you look at the poster, it looks like a 22, doesn't it? And there's a lot of blue there too. So I think to myself, I think I gotta go, I gotta listen to this. Like, what is the tour about? It's, it's all a blur. You know what a blur is? That's the, it's the all a blur tour. You know what a blur is? A blur is something that tries to constrict your vision. You know, like a blur is something that makes things obscure. You can't really see it. It's all a blur, right? So this concert in a roundabout way is uh, one of the things that are keeping people blind, in my opinion. 50 sold out arena dates across North America, 22 day tour, and it went on sale at 11 o'clock of all things. I went and I listened to um, his song, the, 
the song, big as the what, big as the what, the answer in the song is big as the Super Bowl. The superb owl, the Super Bowl, which by the way, it's got the 111 in this year. That's right, LV111. Take a look at that. Remember we've been talking about the 111? This is the year. This is the year. It's uh, This is an interesting time to be alive. I'm excited about it. Are you worried about the stuff going on? Are you worried about your social media poster? Are you a loving, caring person that only tries to build, not tear down? Are you a hateful person that's just like mindlessly following the herd? Or are you speaking up and being a leader and speaking for truth and joy and peace? Are you one of the people that is gonna help the Good Samaritan? Are, are you like the Good Samaritan? You know, the Good Samaritan, somebody emailed me. I don't know, it was just, it's, I don't even remember who this was. But the Good Samaritan story was that there was a man that was very hurt and beaten and he was left for dead and like two different religions passed him, right? Like a rabbi passed him, we'll say like a priest passed him. I'm adding to the story. But it was Samaritan. It was a Samaritan who went and helped this man up. A person that they said was the enemy. A person that you weren't even supposed to touch. Remember the story of Jacob's well and the Samaritan woman? Where she's like, oh, you know, she couldn't believe that he was the rabbi was talking to her. Christ sits at this well. Don't look at other people as your enemy, right? Take the truth of God with you in every aspect of your life and share the love of God with others. That's what draws people to repentance is love, not hate, not condemning people. Love draws a multitude of repentances in the scripture, so start loving today. I hope that this show encouraged you. I hope that it didn't stress you out, and I hope it prepared you for what's to come. Because all you gotta do is have faith. All you gotta do is do the right thing. That's all you gotta do. You're gonna be okay. Believe me, you're gonna be okay. The world's not gonna blow up. It's just gonna get more strict. It's gonna get more strict. And it's going to be difficult for those that don't have the faith that God is on their side. Believe me. All right, I love each and every one of you. Hey, do me a favor, will you? Will you go to the um, description of the video? Get yourself some merch. By the way, speaking of merch, speaking of merch, this meatball right here. Yesterday, you know what I did? I created this. That's the meatball hat. Just the meatball. It's, it's, it's you know, it's going to be wintertime here in New York. It's getting cold. Why not get yourself a Justin Meatball beanie? It looks cool. I designed it. I love it. I think it's so cute. My oldest son knows, like, I want one. So I had to order a bunch for them already. But get it now. Get it now. Get a copy of the calling now. Go to the, uh, the description. All this stuff for the holidays. Get your orders in now. That Meatball beanie, by the way, there is a uh, code, Early Bird. You get, a, you get a discount if you do it now. It's not going to be around for long. Believe me, I'm, it's going to go. It's gonna go right after uh, um, right after Christmas. I'm taking it down. So get yourself that. It supports the work that I'm doing here, and I'm so grateful for it. I love each and every one of you. Please do hit the like, share, and subscribe to the video, and have the best day ever. I'll see you next time. Bye bye. September 10th. Mars hangs closer to the Earth than it has in 6,000 years. Like the light that led men from the East to a child in a manger, it could well be a sign of good things to come.
Thomas James shall be his name. The world will change because of him. In the small town of Bethel, in a time not unlike our own, a child with a great purpose is born. Years later, alienated by his peers and abused, Thomas suffers a devastating loss. When it appears he has nothing left to live for in the world, this is when his true calling begins. While trying to escape the sinister powers that be, a terrifying vision haunts him. Miraculous events seem to follow the peculiar young man as he struggles to come to terms with what he was born to do. The stage is set. The time is at hand. The truth will rise and a revolution will begin. The startling revelation of who Thomas James is, truly, will change the lives of those around him and set off a chain of events long ago foretold. There is more to this novel than one might think. Inside these pages hides a treasure just waiting to be discovered. So if you've ever wondered if there's more to life, or why it is we suffer, then this story will not only captivate you, it may just open your eyes to a truth that could set you free. Find out what is in us all that makes us heed the calling.